Ah, welcome to Half Past Cha. Look at us. <laughs> you say that every week. Every look single week. I look always, at us. Look at look us. Look at us. Uh, welcome back, everybody. I uh, hope you guys had a great weekend. This is a Monday. You're listening to this on a Monday. We're recording on a Sunday. Can you believe it's already Monday? I honestly, okay. Today, like I said, today's Sunday. We're recording on Sunday. Sunday is the worst day of the week. I hate Sunday so much because it's so depressing thinking about the week starting. I know we have a crazy week this week. You're going to be traveling. You're leaving me again tomorrow or today on Monday. You're leaving again tomorrow. Yep. And you're going to be I'm gone not... for like, we need to talk about all of that. What we're going to eat this week, what we're going to, when you're going to be here, when you're not going to be here. Sundays are the worst. I'm not too excited about it. But anyways, hope you have a rest. Hope you have a great week coming ahead. Yeah. Um, this is, let me just get into the introduction. This is a husband and wife podcast talking about life and our experiences being married along with being an interracial couple. Our podcast is called Half Past Cha because we're currently drinking cha. So, anyways, I just wanted to let you know we still don't have a sponsor, and we are paying for this by you guys following us on Instagram, TikTok, uh, at CK2VPatel, and at Hallie G. Patel. We're paying for what? We're paying for this by by making them follow. That's how we create Uh, revenue. Oh, okay. Yes. So, yeah, that's how how this is possible. So, make sure you follow us. Um... Give us a five-star rating if you like this video, if you're watching on YouTube or uh, Spotify. And yeah, that's about it. Today's topic is going to be what works and what doesn't work in a relationship slash marriage. Hallie, what does that even mean? Well, I think it is important to cover different strategies, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, or habits or... Um, ways of, I mean, it can mean so many different kinds of things. Ways of communicating, for example, what works and what doesn't, yelling versus having a normal conversation, things like that. We're going to be covering a lot of that today. And again, there are more areas than communication, but just in general, things that do, (laughs) things, that's very broad, things that do and don't work in a relationship. Yep. So just to go into more detail, we're going to be covering communication, trust, respect, uh, the challenges of navigating the values and goals each other have, and then also things that don't work, like, um, you know, not establishing boundaries or uh, making sure that you are building, you know, a strong and supportive relationship. Uh, just just going to be a lot of different topics. So that you have a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the first one. All right. What works, Hallie? communicating with each other yes definitely and that can mean so let's dive into that a little bit more communicating with each other's k2 what do you think it means to communicate successfully with one another in a relationship so i think one of the biggest things to communicate with one another is (laughs) yes to talk to each other about what's happening in each other's lives so then the other person isn't caught off guard about certain topics you guys want to be on the same page that's a great way to point it point out if you're if you're about to go out and see people and you guys aren't on the same page you guys don't have good communication you guys have to be on the same page well there's a lot more to it than that i think what, what do you think well with one another well i mean i just think you should feel if it's number one it's the most important thing to feel so comfortable in a relationship that you're able to tell your significant other 
what's going on in your head, what you're feeling. I should be able to tell you, you know, like, for example, if something is bothering me that you said, I want to feel comfortable enough to tell you that, not just hold on to it. That's just one example. But communicating openly with your significant other, I mean, imagine just not doing that. I know so many people who are, like, afraid of their significant other, afraid to tell them things, afraid to ask them things, and it's like, why? You should not be there. That's That's not healthy. Yeah, so that actually um, goes to our fourth point, which is emotional support. If you don't, if someone feels like they don't have emotional support, oh, yeah, that's when they feel like they're afraid to go talk to their significant other on a specific topic. Um, but I guess all of this, at the end of the day, all like the topics in terms of what works: trust, respect, emotional support, compromise, and fun and enjoyment. All those topics all lead to communication. They all tie in. They all tie in. They all work together. And I feel like... So it's like if one crumbles, they're like it's like a domino effect. If one falls, the other so yeah. are going to fall. So what works? So, so back to communication. How can somebody have better communication if they feel like they don't have good communication? Well, one is to have the talk of, why aren't we communicating with each other? Mm-hmm. How many we- times have we had that talk? A lot because it, it we we have had it a lot because it can change and fluctuate. So it's so many different points in your relationship, and I, this can be with anybody. It can be with your family. It can be with your friends, with your significant other, whoever it is. You need to be communicating with them. Otherwise, it's very surface level. And for example, if we're not communicating in our relationship, something's off. Something's wrong, and we can sense that too. Mm-hmm. So there have been times where I'm like, okay. I need to tell you something. Or K2, what's going on? You're not talking to me. Yeah. Let's figure it out together. And again, back, going back to the emotional support, this is tricky because if you don't feel that you're emotionally supported in a relationship, which is very key, you want to be able to have that with your significant other, then you're not going to be able to feel like you can communicate with them. It's a very slippery slope. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, I, I, it, that kind of go, also goes into like the next topic, which is trust. So it's really hard to communicate with the other person if you don't have proper trust. Like, do you fully trust that person uh, if you're not around or if um, to not they're tell not around? Anybody something. I, yeah. I, I think there's a lot of different ways that someone can b- break your trust. Yes. It could be, it doesn't have to be, I don't think a lot of people go straight to cheating but it doesn't have to be that. I think it could even be like you guys talk about something and then you go turn around and talk about that exact same thing with another person, even though you didn't communicate those same thoughts to your significant other, but then you communicate those thoughts to another person. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that could, this, this hasn't happened to us, but I just want to say, well, actually, hmm. I remember, this is a very long time ago in our mm-hmm. relationship. Like, we, we were in high school. High school, stupid stuff, right? I remember you would confide in somebody else about our relationship mm-hmm. and not talk to me about it. Yeah. That hurt. Yes. That stung. That, that, that is not the way to do it, you everybody. Yeah. And I, rem- I just remember finding, I mean, essentially finding out about it, you would like, he would ask this girl for like advice on our relationship. And I remember which, I found out, no, 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 which, <laughs> which is fine to do when, when 
you feel like it's just the beginning of the relationship and you're trying to understand the other but person getting girl, advice. Really? I get it. I get it. No, How I get stupid. It. Okay, everybody, come for Sakechi in the comments. <laughs> How stupid. Listen, I oh didn't know what gosh. I was doing. And at the Obviously. end of the day, at the end of the day, I should have just went to Hallie and been open and communicated openly about how I was feeling slash how to handle certain situations. Well, yeah. And see, that's a perfect example, too, of after that, I thought, well, I can't trust him. It makes me not want to be myself around him. What is he telling this girl? What What do I not know? I mean, it, that's not I good. had so many. Yeah. See, I had so many questions. It was hard for me to trust you after that. Mm-hmm. That was a really... In unique that, situation, but um, ever, anybody out there, do not handle things this way. <laughs> Always go to the person that you think you're having issues with. You need to talk it out with them. You need to figure it out firsthand. You guys can solve it together and don't involve anybody else in, in your, your relationship. Problems, for sure. And definitely in your relationship. And this has been something too that I've seen couples do, and we've probably been guilty of it. But if you're, let's say you go to a party. With a bunch of people, right? Your friends, whatever. Say you have an argument before you get to said (laughs) party. And you're still not completely over it by the time that you get to the hangout. Mm -hmm. And say, for example, I'm not saying this has happened. For example, Sakechu says... Oh, Hallie just nags me so much. Hey, she that's makes never, me I've do, never said that. I know, but listen, I'm just giving okay. an example. This is an example, everybody. Sake2 says, to Hallie nags mind. me so much. Hallie yelled at me to do the dishes, whatever. You don't need to take that yeah. business to your other people. That is facts. That leads to the next point of respect, though. Yeah, you need to respect. Respect is so key in yeah. your relationship. And I think this is where respect correlates to setting proper boundaries excuse me my goodness uh if you don't set your proper boundaries of what respect means to that person whether it be um hey if we run into this situation i don't want you talking about this to everybody that's a boundary right there well yeah and that can lose trust there and you're not communicating well they all tie in exactly if you break that boundary you lose trust if you break the trust you lose communication blah 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 it's like a domino effect so skate let me ask you what does respect in a relationship mean to you um making sure the other person is completely accounted for i thought you were gonna say respected (laughs) no accounted (laughs) for and uh, making them feel completely supported um and that you understand maybe their decisions or their reasoning and you're mm-hmm. there to support them in the decisions that they are able to make for themselves. Yeah. Yep, exactly. So Yeah. And I think that's just really important in early I don't mean to jump through these topics, but again, they all tie into each other, so I feel like we're kind of covering all of them. When you respect somebody, you need to just I have so many examples running through my mind. You need to be there for them, but you need to let them go out on their own as well and be able to say, I trust this person. I respect them. They can make their own decisions. They can do this themselves. They don't need me. That's also, there's so many, (laughs) there's so many things I'm thinking right now, so many different examples, but respect in a relationship is so, so, so fundamental to having a healthy relationship. And why do you think that is? Well, the reason, I mean, you just, if you don't have the respect, then there will be this sense of it's not like hatred but like the sense of like grudge or 
um, triggering that can happen really quickly. I you need to, to treat the person equally. Exactly. There has, there's, there's sometimes there's a level of hierarchy in relationships where, and it can be, you know, whichever, you know, person in the relationship. But I guess based, what I'm trying to say is based on maybe things that have happened in your past or hi, Sylvie, things that have happened in your past, uh, whether that be just in your own life, in your relationship, whatever, it can make you feel, sometimes it can really affect how you treat others in, a, in your relationship. Yeah. And I know, you know, I've, I know people or I've seen things or whatever where people say, my boyfriend treats me like I'm not equal to him, whatever it may be. It can be in finances or like there are, you know, things out there where um, one partner in the relationship will be making more and the other feels less than because they're not making as much money mm -hmm. or like things like that. You need to be able to treat the person with respect and be able to openly communicate and be able to just treat them as you want to treat them as you want to be treated. Number one golden rule, treat somebody as you want to be treated. Yep. You need to treat your partner as your equal. You guys are in it together and there's no reason to ever make somebody feel less than or not as respected as you would like to be treated yourself. Yep. At the end of the day, you need to have that emotional support as well. And you need and to know that you're a team. You need to know your team. And that's where compromise comes in. Uh, and I'm trying to stick with what works right now because there's like a whole other section on what doesn't work. Oh, yeah. So just, just stick with us on this, okay? So what continually works is compromise. We've disagreed on so many things in our life. And when the other person doesn't feel like compromising, you run into, oh, that's, there, there goes your emotional support. There goes your respect, trust, and communication, okay? So Big compromise. Problem. Why do we need to compromise? No. Hallie hates compromising. No, I don't. I'm good at compromising. It's just, so let me, let me just give you guys a little backstory. So obviously, Skate2 and I come from very different backgrounds in many sorts, right? Mm -hmm. Skate2 literally was born on the other side of the world, right? You grew up a lot differently than I did. Things are just in the way that we've done things our whole lives, our families have done things, whatever, very different. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yeah, I think I'm a little more strict on a lot of topics. Well, yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. But it, it can be so tough too because mentally you don't ever want to sacrifice something like what's an example of something we've had to compromise on think of the many furniture or um, things we wanted in our house or i think the biggest one is going to be things we wanted in our house like i was very much so like a, i had a specific vision that I wanted. You wanted and Hallie, a plastic table for dining table. Listen, Hallie had a specific vision too. And her vision involved a lot of money that we didn't have. At least I didn't think we had, okay? Which we and so, did. And and so we, we ran into this argument of over how over. are we going to compromise? That was tough. And this kind of goes back to like our first episode ever, introducing us as a couple and all of that stuff. Yeah. But it was so hard. That year of, it was like a few months after we got engaged and we started planning to build this house. That's when it got so hard. 
mm-hmm. so hard for us. I've never, it, and we and we were just in college. We were in high school when we first started dating. Then we went to college. We'd never had anything challenging truly happen, and nothing to test our relationship and test the boundaries mm-hmm. of how we treat each other, how we're going to compromise, how we're going to work together. We've never had to do that before. And, so this house is like our baby. And well, right? that 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 compromise runs into our chores. Okay, I. And Hallie never had any responsibilities, okay? We were she can very say whatever spoiled. she wants, but we were literally we spoiled. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree and, with that. And we didn't have, like, we didn't do our laundry. We didn't do the dishes. We didn't vacuum the floors or anything like that, okay? So we were moving into this house having brand new responsibilities. Who was going to do what? And that, I think, is crucial in what makes a relationship work. Having the ability, like, for example, I will do I do the dishes. Hallie does the cooking and the grocery list. Hallie also mostly does the vacuuming. I try and help when it comes to that. I do the laundry. Hallie also, what? I do the laundry. Oh, no, I'm talking about the vacuuming. I vacuum the I house one to two. I try help. I do the whole house one to two times a week. Exactly. Because little kitty over there. Seems to get her hair everywhere. Uh, I always try and clean the countertops after the cooking is done. And you get messy. And cooking. Hallie's the one that literally cooks every meal. So um, there's a lot of tasks. I try and do like the lawn mowing outside and Hallie Taking can't the trash do that. Out. Yeah, I do. Th- I do take me. the trash out. Hallie can't even go outside because of her allergies. Well, so yeah, and there. I mean, there really, truly, just has to be a fine balance in order to make things work. Yes. And we've experienced that. We figure that out finally after a year and a half of being married. We're really, we've. I mean, really, after a year, I would say, yeah. or like even before that, we really got into a groove and figured out how we need to coexist in the same house. Because you guys, we did not have roommates ever. We lived with our parents, right? We had our own room. And then you go from living solo bit, because in college we commuted, we lived at home. We did not live in an apartment. We'd never lived on our own before. So if you think about that, I mean, it's different too because we're younger, you know, and um, it's easier to essentially mold and change your habits when you're younger. Whereas when you get older, you get more set in your ways Mm -hmm. and how you want to do things, whatever. But Siketu and I never lived with each other or anybody but, before. <clears throat> so moving in together and merging our lives, navigating our jobs, our side hustles, our blah, 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 everything we do was insane. But also think about the other situation where people are living alone and then they move in together. So right. let's say you you are uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, you decided to move in together, but you guys were living alone initially. You separately were doing all your tasks and now you're about to move in and split those tasks. So I feel like that is also a challenge for a lot of people. Yeah. It's like, oh, I do the laundry. Why would you well, do I the laundry? I want to do it this way. Yeah, like what if somebody does it differently? Uh, like like I know I'm very particular about the dishes and how the dishes go in the dishwasher. And then when I see Hallie do the dishes and put the dishwasher, and I'm like, that's not where that goes. You know, like I have a specific way of doing it. And that can be a huge problem in a lot of relationships as well. So first, I do think that to compromise, you need to identify those tasks that you're doing on a daily basis. And I think that could be a huge driving factor in what works in a relationship and what might not work. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But then it comes, so going back to like the chores example, right? So then it's like sometimes, um, <laughs> you know, one person will want to do, I keep looking at Sylvie, she's cleaning herself right mm-hmm. now. Um, 
you know, now I'm self-conscious because you said I say you know all the time. You know, you know, that's all I'm thinking about. Um, but for example, say I want to do something maybe you don't like. Say, I mean, I wouldn't do this because I can't. But if I were to cut the grass, what if I did it in a way that you didn't like it? How would you handle that? Or like I did some kind of chore. How would you be able to compromise and also respect me and communicate? That's, that's a whole topic on respect okay the way you choose your words and how you go about it is big how do you handle that situation i always handle it way too aggressive i always am attacking the problem with words and i know it's a problem it's an issue but to be able to just take a step back and be like okay this person's doing it wrong let's go and just have a little chat about it and see how we can compromise that would be the right way to do it but the way i do it is what, why are you, why are you doing it that way? And like uh, accusing right immediately, like without even asking any questions. And that is wrong. Do you agree? So, yes. Um, I, I wanted to ask, do you feel like you've always been that way? Do you feel like you were brought up that way? That that's how situations were handled with you? I think that I have, I don't know. I think it's definitely the way I was brought up in a way as well, because if you think about it, um, I was told like every, I mean, at least from what I remember, I guess I was told to do things the right way the first time. That's just how I've always been told. And when somebody does it the wrong way, my mind goes to, oh, that's wrong. Why are you doing it that way? Don't you think there has to be like a learning process or a learning curve with that though? Exactly. Yep. That and if so, it's not perfect the first time, it's okay. Exactly. So that's the worst that could happen, you know. That that kind of leads into the whole respect aspect. I mean, it just you just need to have that respect. I yeah, I want to go back to respect one more time because I think of an example, and this happens, and I know this happens in a lot of relationships because I see it. One little example that I think we're all guilty of is um, when we're trying to spend good time together, and I want to talk to you. I love having good conversations mm-hmm. with you. When you are on your phone Oof. and you're not listening, I don't feel like you're fully listening to me. I feel very disrespected. Yes, that's a big one. Why do you think I feel that way? Because I'm not fully attentive, not fully engaged in our conversation. It feels like you're priority number two, not priority number one. Yeah. And especially if I'm asking, like, for example, every week, we're going to do it today. We, don't, we haven't had time yet, but we're going to. <clears throat> We're going to meal plan each dinner this week and what we're going to have every night so that I don't have to be like, oh, today's Wednesday. What are we having for dinner? We're going to do that. And I love when you fully pay attention to me. You give me proper feedback and you help me pick out. I don't want it to just be me picking out what we eat. I want to know what you like so that we can find some kind of compromise. We can compromise on something and we can say we're having this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever it may be. And especially when we go through, I mean, we have hectic lives and we talk about our schedules. It's really important to me that you're listening to me. And say for another example, I'm just full of examples today. If we go go out to dinner, we have a date night. We love our date nights. We do date nights once a week. I want to feel like we're fully paying attention to each other and we're enjoying the time that we have together because it's not very often. I mean, it's once a week, but, you know, there are a lot of hours in the week. We don't really get to do that. We don't really get to pay as much attention to each other during the week as we want because we're busy. Mm -hmm. And that time is really special and and important to me. That that leads to our last point in what works. You got to have fun and enjoyment in your relationship. Um, Try and plan something weekly. 
I would say, not bi-weekly or monthly. Weekly. Try and, try and figure something out. And it's then maybe so monthly or every two months you can figure out one big splurge that you can do together. But it's important to have fun and enjoyment with your partner. Um, and that is what will make or break a relationship. And I cannot stress how important enough to date your significant other. Mm -hmm. Date them. Date them like you're not, you haven't been with them for a year, two years, three years, however long, like you're not married. Date them like you're still trying to win them over and have that flirty, fun aspect in your relationship because that's what's going to keep it fresh. Yep. And if you have kids, um, just like go drop them off in a field for a little bit. They're they're not going to be able to find their way back. (laughs) So just go pick them up later. You know, I, at least for us, this is going to be the case. Our in-laws are not that far from us. We have family members, friends, you know, our parents are just going to be over the moon when we decide to have children. So they're going to be pretty but eager to watch our children. Not a lot of people have that right. same Again. Um, yeah. luxury, I guess. And so, uh, yeah, if you, mm-hmm. if you do have kids, we should get somebody who has kids and, and get their opinion one day uh, when we have the opportunity to interview other people but having fun in your relationship is so important and again date your significant other cannot stress enough again how important it is to have a date night just some time where you guys take time away from the everyday deal that you got yeah all your schedules your throughout the week or every all your tasks all your work everything leave it all behind and go out to a dinner or you know you don't even have to go out to dinner you can make dinner take it on a picnic you can or go go or dig a hole in the backyard. That builds a lot of, you know, trust. Honestly, and just as long as you're doing something together. Yeah, so Casey exactly. and I sometimes just go out in our yard and throw a ball back and forth. Yep. It's just fun. It's just something that will get your mind off of anything else so that you can focus on you to have a good time. We try and set up date night either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And it doesn't even have to be a night. We could do brunch on Saturday. Yep. Or we could go... Um, have a picnic or we could go play some tennis or whatever it may be it is so important to take time for you two and Mm. just make your relationship a priority and have fun that's my advice we're gonna go into our one and only break for this episode um hallie has to go to a bridal shower today that is why i'm dressed so she's all dressed up while i'm in a sweatshirt but uh Mm. we're gonna try and uh still give a really good discussion but i need to ask the audience a question okay we're doing a question for the audience and then a question for hallie this is trivia everybody so if you are listening or watching uh please answer this question in the comment section in on youtube uh if you are not on youtube just think about it in your head and see if you get the question right at the end of the at the end of this uh podcast so this is the question for everybody. What is the most consumed drink in the world? Leave it down in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube. Water. Um, and yeah, it, is, it, is that manufactured though? But anyways. Oh. Um, so what is the oh. most manufactured drink? Leave it in the comments. I'm not going to give you the answer until the end of the episode. Uh, but I'm going to move on to the next question, which is for Hallie. What is the only edible food that never goes bad? It's only one. Think about it. My first thought is peanut butter. No, nope, peanut think butter that's, goes bad. I, did, I didn't think that was it, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. I mean, we've had experience with it very recently. Very recently. I'd say like within the month. 
here? Like mm-hmm. I made it? No, you didn't make it. I bought it. Yeah. Rice? No. no. Uh it can never go bad. Just say something. I bought it. Yes. You I have it. no idea. It was about this big. You know, in a jug. Honey? Yeah. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, you did. It just, sometimes though, it crystallizes, and I've had to decrystallize my honey to be able yep. to use it because it gets kind of solid, but that means it's really good honey. Yes, so. it does. So, honey can never go bad. It Sick. depends on the brand of honey, by the way. Not. That's kind all, of a loaded question, isn't it? Not all honey, but yeah, anyways. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's it. That's all the questions. I'm not going to have Hallie ask a question because it's just, yeah, I know all the answers to everything, anyways. Yeah, pretty um, much. You're so humble. <laughs> But I want to go to the best topic for the day, which is what doesn't work, okay? We've discussed a lot of what does work, but also doesn't work in the in the previous topic. But this is everything that does not work. Do not do these things, okay? Which there are more, obviously, than the list that we have. But yes. these are, like, the main things. So I'm just going to go through the them real quick, potatoes. and then we will go through each one in more detail. So conflicting goals, disrespect, lying, lack of emotional support. And not having shared responsibilities. Ugh. So, first one, conflicting goals. The thing that I have written right next to this is financial disagreements. This is the number one cause of divorce in America. I believe it. Financial disagreements. Because, oh man, that's tough. Man, you gotta, you gotta figure this out before you make any relationship decisions. Are you on the same page when it comes to the finances? It is so important. Um, how are you splitting up your banking? Do you have separate accounts and a joint account, which is how you should definitely have it? Um, how are you thinking about the future? Are you a big spender? Are you a big saver? These are things that you need to discuss with your significant other. And aside from the finances, just in general, in life, are you guys on the same page? When do you want kids? Do you want to get married? Where do you want to live? Where, you know, who, so many questions. If you're, if you're a person who works out every day, is the, is your significant other also working out every day or do they like going to fast food restaurants every day? That's a big, like that can be a huge topic of discussion when it comes to conflicting goals. Well, yeah, and like health goals, fitness goals, that exactly. kind of thing. Are you going to support me? Or are you going to make this hard for me and e- tempt me? Exactly. And so it also goes down to are you making the other person a better person or making them a not better person? I saw a TikTok yesterday and it was about – it was a man podcast. I can't remember his name. But he was saying ultimately in life – it just comes down to who you choose to spend the rest of your life with. Mm. Are they going to make you a better person or, and support you? Or are they going to make you a worse person by yes. not supporting you? Yes. And that really resonated with me because obviously when we first met each other, we didn't know we were going to get married. But over time, our relationship turned into, oh, you support me. Like, for example, Saketu encouraged me to get my first real job in college. You helped me. You set me up. To succeed, to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. You literally introduced me to my current boss. I mean... Isn't that crazy, though? You... To have my job that I have now. Yeah. So, Saketu has done nothing but support me and always push me. And I've always said that, too. You've always pushed me to be better. What? Are you going to cry? No, I'm good. You did did your eye thing like you're going to cry. But it's true. I mean, if you think about it... And you, you could say the same thing about me, honestly. If you think, which <laughs> I'm so humble, but it's true because 
I gave you the connection to really start getting into your wedding videography. This is facts, everybody. It's kind of crazy. I had the courage to finance six grand of equipment because Hallie got me my first gig in videography. (laughs) And so without that, I would not be where I am with videos um, or my business, which is pretty nuts. And um, I'm really also glad that I introduced Hallie to her current boss. Oh my gosh. Because that has been game changer for us as a couple. But So because of all of that, we have... The bottom line is that we have mutual goals and that we want to push each other to succeed and to go to the next level. You always encourage me to take photos for my Mm -hmm. Hallie G's kitchen page. I encourage you to make YouTube videos. We just balance each other out and always lift each other up and we're able to support each other and help ourselves to keep those goals that we have. Yes. And you may think that, oh, these people don't have any issues. They're (laughs) perfect and have the best goals ever to make them it wasn't always that way, everybody. Please remember that it takes a lot of work. Oh, it takes so much work um, to be copacetic in a way. And we, d- I, I think a really honestly, initially, we didn't have the same goals. I had way stricter financial goals and Hallie kind of loosened me up a little bit, which is good. It's a good thing sometimes, you know, sometimes you don't need to be so hard on yourself. And um, honestly, with everything, there needs to be a balance. Like, yeah, yeah, you're saving money and that's great. But at the same time... If you're just saving yes. it forever, what are you gonna what are you gonna do with it? You need to have fun, and yeah. that's I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah. I love having fun. I love doing life experiences. Obviously, I don't go to Target every single day and spend 150 dollars on things. I do that <laughs> once a month at least, but yeah, it's okay. But it's good for it's good for my soul. I need that kind of thing, and that kind of thing keeps me happy. And the, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Yeah. You want to be able to keep each other happy. Yep. So anyways, I do want to have a whole episode on just financial disagreements or financial help. That would be good. Um, I really want to do that because I think that I found a lot of things that work and a lot of things that don't work. Um, Okay. Going to the next topic, which is disrespect, name calling, criticism, sarcasm, belittling behavior, or what I like to call gaslighting. (laughs) Which okay. can damage self-esteem and the relationship, okay? All these things, excuse me, are so all these things and hurtful. are um, traumatic and can cause long-lasting problems in the relationship. Even though you may think that, oh, they said sorry, it's all good, that stuff doesn't go away. It will, yeah, no, especially if it's hurtful, it can stick with you for years, Years. Yes. So you don't, don't just forget about it either. So really try and think when you're doing, saying anything, especially to your significant other, someone you're going to spend the rest of your life with. If you say something that may belittle them or, or manipulate them even, think about it because it will really stick with them forever. And they, if you ever do it again... That stuff is going to just build up into a ball and, and cause way more issues in the future than you could ever imagine. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. No, I totally agree. And and why do you think that you should be thinking before you speak? Or That's a like, great how, question. how do you think this can impact somebody? So I am going to be honest and just say when 
I have criticized, like, sometimes the way I say things to Hallie are like, oh, why would you, like, why, like. Questioning. Like, I, I told, I have definitely said things that have put her down, belittle her, and it has caused a lot of issues. And I just didn't think about it. This is just things that I have been said to, right? Things that said, have been said to me. So I just thought it was normal. And I didn't realize the impact that it had on me and that impact that it could have on Hallie. And so I think it's huge to remember not to put somebody down. Rather, say this, okay? Instead of saying, oh, why, like, why are you doing that? Like in that tone, ask questions about, oh, what is, like, what, why, like, don't say in a tone that may feel disrespectful. How would you handle that situation, Holly? Well, personally, I just try, every time any words come out of my mouth, I always have thought about them. Mm-hmm. I'm like 10 steps ahead. Yeah. I always think about what I'm going to say. How could this affect somebody? Mm-hmm. Could this hurt somebody's feelings? Is this something that maybe could really trigger somebody and bring up something? I mean, depending on how well you know them, is this something that an issue that they've had to deal with before? Is this yeah. something I should be really conscious about when saying? There are definitely so many different ways to handle situations. But I think my number one rule there is if you just think a little bit about how something can affect somebody where... You know, you need to take the time to think about it. Don't automatically just go straight headfirst into a conversation without thinking about something, right? Because that's the last thing you want to do. The last thing that you want to do is belittle somebody, disrespect someone, hurt them, trigger them, hurt their feelings, and bring up a situation from so long ago or whatever it may be. You need to be so careful about that, especially in a relationship, because we've shared our deepest secrets with his darkest secrets secrets traumas experiences whatever it may be and that's the person that you feel closest to and you want to be able to confide in them without them judging you or being like saying some saying something that could make the situation worse um do you want to provide an example of this um i i can but i'm not I don't know, like, I can't think of anything. Think of, of like, a financial situation. Oh. Like, when we were building this house. Yeah. Well, I guess I was very, um, oh, I don't know how to say it. I guess I was very aggressive when it came to a lot of the things I said. It was very in the moment, not very thought. It's just like I was being. I was letting anger control what I say. And if I may, hard-headed and kind of stubborn and thinking that you were... Oh, that's a bad one. Don't be stubborn. And don't always think that you're right because there's always another side to any story. Always think you're wrong because you are. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, it's a... a, Disrespect is is huge and don't... Just think. It's It's so much harder than that. Just people say, oh, just think a little bit. But it is it is so hard to think a little bit, okay? And sometimes when you get caught up in the moment, too, you just want to say something like, yeah. oh, I could get him with this. But then it's after afterwards you think, oh, well, why did I have to approach it that way? Yeah. I should have done the more loving thing. And I was listening to a podcast recently about, um, there's actually a book. It's called, um, I think it's called Talk to Me Like You Love Me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, if you get in an argument with your significant other, you could calmly say, 
is this how you would talk to somebody that you love? Is this how you really want to treat me moving forward? Because I think we both need to be respected and heard. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But just basically, golden rule here is think before you speak or think before you take any further yeah. action. Well, the best way to think about it is put yourself in their shoes. Oh, yes. Everybody says that. It's so much harder than it sounds. Like trying to put yourself in somebody else's <laughs> shoes when you're angry, when you're not feeling heard, when you're it's the feeling... the last thing that you want to do. But try, okay? That's all I'm going to say on this topic. And I... I, I I just, it's a tough topic. It is, yeah. And you can even say to that person, you know, I'm really trying to put myself in your situation right now, and I want you to know that I'm, I'm, you know, like, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm understanding where you're coming from. Just letting that person know that you care. Yeah. And you're not just saying, well, I'm sorry. What does yeah. that do, you yeah, know? Exactly. But so anyways. these these last three, besides the d- disrespect, are, are pretty quick. The, the next one's lying. Oh. Keeping secrets. Don't do it. Don't do it. I just lying. It just builds up and also up and up. white lies. I'm so tired of them. I know it's why just why like, is that? Just like little things that you like. Sometimes people don't realize if you don't, if you are not saying, just because you don't lie doesn't mean you're not lying. Like sometimes or you just like avoid avoid the topic or won't bring it up when somebody asks you. But then technically you're not lying, but you are lying by not bringing it up. Does, does it make sense in what I'm trying to say? Again, it's like, just because it's not being, just like, just if you don't ask me something doesn't mean like I couldn't be honest with you exactly. or truthful. Um, if it's something, I mean, again, you don't need to spill every little tiny secret, but you know, if it's something that would affect us and, you know, yeah. I, I feel like that should be communicated. Yeah, for sure. And, and exaggerating. Don't just exaggerate all the time. I exaggerate a lot. And we're working on this. Yeah. We're working through Big it. Big time. Yeah. Hyperbole. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Lack of emotional support. This is like the failing to provide emotional support, neglecting each other's needs, or being dismissive of other people's feelings. And this is also related to being afraid to bring up topics to your significant other. Yeah. Um, if you feel like you are afraid, that's an issue. I think that you need to talk to somebody about it or figure out ways that you can get out of that specific situation. Uh, Because I don't know, I feel like if if there's a topic that you really want to talk about with your significant other, you should feel comfortable enough to talk about it with them. If you don't, then I don't feel like that's a good sign moving forward. Yeah, it can cause a lot of problems. However, I get if you're at the beginning stages of your relationship, but then again... You're my, you've been my only real relationship, and we were in high school, so it was different then. I mean, yeah. I didn't really have things to bring up or like things to talk to you about. Yeah, I guess don't talk about how many kids you want on the first date, but yeah. you know. Yeah, maybe maybe things like that. But again, you need to feel comfortable enough in your relationship to because at the end of the day, that's the person you always come back to. Yep. You need to be able to tell them what you're feeling and what you're thinking and um, be able to have that shared communication respect and those boundaries with each other exactly yep and then the last one being not having shared responsibilities Uh, we already talked about this one a little bit but don't try and count how much each person is doing just remember that you two are equals you're a team and you're a team and you provide in other ways that the other does not or cannot we just worked through this one together very recently i feel like you know like I, i feel like sometimes I am in a very moody mood and I'm like, oh, I did this and this and this and this. 
when at the end of the day, Hallie also has done a lot. And um, it feel it felt like I was putting a number on how much I was doing versus her. And that is not okay. So when it comes to like trying to figure out, um, don't try and keep a tally on how much each person is doing. Just remember they're doing what they need to do and you're doing what you need to do to make sure that you are both equals in the relationship and you have those shared responsibilities. So not having shared responsibilities can affect the way your relationship will work. Well, yeah. And this again comes down to like the relationship hierarchy or this relationship structure. You Mm -hmm. do not need that. That could also be considered belittling somebody. Oh, I do this and you don't do enough or you don't, I do this and you only do these things. I mean, yeah, Hallie, what the hell? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So it's, (laughs) yeah. Um, (laughs) But, you know, at the end of the day, you are a team. You need to contribute. You're essentially going to be contributing equally if you guys have worked this out. You know, we have this system of I cook, you do the dishes. Or I put stuff in the trash, you take out the trash. Whatever it may be. We go to the grocery store together. I put together the list and I get things, you push the cart. We do those things together and we work as a team. And I think as long as you have that team dynamic mindset then it'd be really hard to get out of it to be like, oh, I do this. Why aren't you doing anything? And um, it's just really important that you view yourselves as equals no matter what the circumstances. Yep. Did you just play a video? No, I was playing our our last podcast to see if there's any questions in the uh, description or in the comment section down below. And I think there were, there were not. (laughs) So I'm just going to... We do this for fun. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, I guess any final thoughts before I go into questions of the week? I just think there's so many different components that go into what you should do in a relationship. And obviously we didn't cover all of them. So many that you shouldn't do. Um, but we hope that these helped you or you learned something from them or you think, huh, that applies to me. Maybe I can apply this in my relationship and maybe we can get something better working out here. Yeah. What do you think? I think that overall, it's just, you just got to start thinking about these topics proactively overall. And make them important. Yeah, prioritize them. Uh, Like some people just, because of the busyness of life, it's hard to think about these kinds of things. So I'm going to say it one more time. This is the closeout of these topics. What works? Communication, trust, respect, emotional support, compromise, and fun and enjoyment. Okay. What doesn't work in a relationship, conflicting goals, disrespect, lying, lack of emotional support, and not having these shared responsibilities. So hope those help in any way whatsoever. Please comment down below. We do actually have one question, Hallie. All right. And this question is by Headline Soccer <laughs> under, our, okay. um, under our last podcast. Has there been times where you guys have been super busy and didn't have much time to reach out to friends? Yes. Every single day of our lives. Yes. Sometimes it's like, I literally have a list of people in my notes that says, this, these two people, this is the last conversation I had. And then I write a topic that we just talked about. Just so I can go back and message these people. It's like, hey, we talked about... It's kind of like networking it's at work. It's really hard. Yeah. And, and it's it not is, that we don't care. It's just, I feel like I have so much other stuff going on in my head. I don't always have space to remember other things it is from so other people's lives difficult to it is. even with our parents sometimes i'm like what are you doing up. what <laughs> in another form of disrespect is when you go up to somebody and ask them about something that you just talked about like two weeks ago 
you know, like, like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I already talked, we already talked about that. Like, you know what I'm talking about when, when you like bring up like a topic to someone you're really close with and they're like, I thought we already talked about that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and just like trying to collect what you, you've talked about with other people, I think is important. Mm -hmm. Um, and also it's just hard. It's hard doing it every, every so often of, of maybe like something I run into is, is a lot of my friends, I forget to just text them. And then like two months go by and I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And but then, like when you get to be in your mid-20s, that's what everybody does. I know, but I feel like there's like a better way to handle Like sometimes I don't get a response back. I, I made my 2023 resolution to text back much quicker. Yeah. And I've done a really good job at doing it because in the past I've been told I'm not a great texter, which I get it, but I'm trying to work on it. I'm trying to be better. Sometimes I true like I just forget. I'm not on my phone that much. I know people probably think I am because it seems like I am if I'm if I put something quickly on Instagram or whatever. I'm really not on my phone. Skate yeah. on his phone a lot. I am. But he'll send me TikToks and like a week go by and he's like, Hey, did you see this one? I'm like, no. Yeah. It it's it's a tough one, you know? But great question. Thank you, Headline Soccer. Yes. You're awesome. Thanks for watching our podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, that is the only question we had. So if you have made it this far in the video slash podcast, please leave a question in the comments down below and we'll discuss it next time. Mm -hmm. uh, or the Q&A section on Spotify. Uh, we'll make sure to ask them in the next episode. But you got to use these features, especially the Q&A section. I think I've only gotten like one Q&A on Spotify, but not a lot of people are listening on Spotify compared to YouTube. Mm -hmm. We're getting great engagement, great viewership. So thank you yeah. guys for watching. Yes, thank um, you. Our goal for this next month is to hit five to six hundred views per youtube podcast we can do that i think it's possible we just need to do a better job at promoting it and it would be awesome if you guys could come promote it as well yes so please. that's that's it and i want to make sure everybody gets the answer to the trivia question everybody I'm dying. so this is the question the question was what is the most consumed manufactured drink in the world the answer is tea. What a great, what a great thing to end on for half past cha. Hallie, would you like to close this out? Oh my gosh, I love that. I never would have guessed that. I, I thought I was going to say like Coke or something. Yep. But yes, I would love to close this out. So thank you guys for listening. Please be sure to like and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Subscribe if you're on a podcast service. Lastly, just go ahead and share this with your friends, family, and fellow cha drinkers. And we will see you next Monday at half past cha. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next time. Ooh.